0: So I was I was right by the way I uh, in sending in sending them south to go to go east instead of just having them cut across eighty mm-hmm. Wyoming Utah there were a couple well there were just freeway closures all over the place and a bunch of accidents so <sighs> I'm very glad that they went south it sucks they're not going to show up until tomorrow probably around noon. Cause they said 3am and I was like, yeah, I don't believe you. So you two are garbage at figuring out your time and they can't. It's Mm -hmm. like, you've only been in the truck now for, you know, six months. Why would I expect that you know how to actually figure out and compute what time you'll actually be somewhere? Yeah. So, but at least they're going to do it safe. And then we're going to have to find a repositioning load on Thursday, but they're already going to be in a place to be repositioned from. So that's going to suck. And then we have to hope for a good weekend run and just staying south. but roads are closed, a bunch of pileups, a bunch of accidents, not a good thing. So
1: I can imagine.
0: yeah, and uh, they messaged me like right before we got in here. they're like, oh yeah, hey, I'm like hmm. So today we'll see we'll see how how they do, you know, but I'm, I don't think we're gonna get a repositioning load. That's why I think it's gonna be the problem. And I'm gonna call it out, so it's gonna be a lean Christmas this year. But you know what? That's okay because as long as everybody's alive, it's a better Christmas than it's gonna be for some of the people who decided to take, you know, eighty. So. I just
1: realized hmm. your the I, present that I got you is in is in the mailbox right now. Oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> I haven't back. gotten it. No, no.
0: Is I it have alive? To wrap
1: it. No. Okay. Why would it be in the mailbox if it was alive? I, I
0: just want to make sure. I don't know. I just got you a bunch of worms. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm, I'll, I'll take more. <laughs> Mine are doing really good. I know. So I'm going to go and give them a banana today. Just be like, hey, Merry Christmas. And they'll be like, <gasps>
1: banana. I'm going to make fudge. I need to get candy canes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make a candy cane fudge. Because we already have the rest of the stuff. You need to get gingerbread. Hmm?
0: You need to get gingerbread if you want to do gingerbread houses or if you want to do the kits i guess this weekend or whatever that's fine either way i shut up now but how make... was that tomato soup
1: oh it was really good
0: ah <laughs> oh, yeah i liked it i was really really happy with it it's there's still a little bit in the fridge and i'm as soon as we're done i'm going to go tackle it <laughs> cuz i've just been thinking about it and like man i want to reproduce that that was good roma tomatoes and roasted those in the oven with the with the, your rosemary salt so oh, you did, ooh. yeah that was part that's, of what. Was that's it.
1: why i could see. i was like i'm tasting very strong amount of rosemary and it was mm-hmm. really good no
0: no i used your rosemary salt that worked out really well so. i have
1: more rosemary out there right now i don't care rosemary is good all year round oh. oh and i never took out the parsley that i had last year like at the or the earlier this year at the beginning of spring.
0: That went to seed?
1: No, it didn't go to seed. Oh. That was the thing. It didn't go to seed. It just died. And I well, at least I thought it did, but cuz it's not it's a right in between more on the colder side. As soon as it gets hot, it doesn't it doesn't enjoy anything. It really right. hates hot weather. And so I was like, okay, it should die off by now or it'll go to seed if it's um if it wants to basically, but it didn't. It just, you know, it it kept like one like little itty bitty like maybe three bunches of leaves Mm -hmm. that had stayed alive and then I just kind of left it there because I was like eh, whatever and they were like stronger and thicker and so I assumed that it was going to end up shooting out some seeds in the center of it that's what they normally do Mm -hmm. but it didn't and then it just came back in full force and I still have a bunch of green onions and stuff still so if you want fresh Um, green onions you got to tell me because they're growing wild now (laughs) okay
0: well and parsley I I love parsley I know so good for you Parsley, and, and rosemary, so and dill. Under, I mm, okay. Yeah, those are your favorite things. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in unpopular opinions. It's going to be ingredients. So, anyways, <laughs> but that said, welcome to the stupid podcast on everything. I'm Joey, and I'm Geeky, and this is where we talk about everything and nothing all at once with two completely different viewpoints that somehow manage to complement each other. <laughs> so. It's true because, you know, where I am and where you are in life and the more people listen, the more they realize just how different our upbringings have been mm-hmm. to be where we are and to be able to communicate about things that so many people with our, you know, gap can't mm-hmm. can't communicate about. It's just pretty incredible if yeah. you think about it. But it, it helps gives me hope that I think everybody can be talked to a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So we're going to start off with our international days
1: today. Yeah, um, I've got two of them. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with the one that's a little uh, weird. It makes sense, but it's weird. Um, and then switch on over to one that you're going to be happy about because you love it. Okay. But um, So we'll start off with uh, it's <laughs> National Cat Herders Day. It's not what you think. So Cat Herders Day recognizes those whose life or job is like herding cats. Mm. So they seem cute, adorable, and innocent. How much trouble can they cause? In general, when describing our lives or jobs, are they that difficult? No matter how organized we try to be, errant kitties can get away. Mm -hmm. While we are focused on bringing three or four tasks into line, another spills the milk or creates an avalanche of problems. Before we know it, chaos ensues. In the employment world, we might describe a challenging position or one tough to keep filled like herding cats. Mm -hmm. Jobs that might fit that description may include a dog washer, a maid of honor to a bridezilla, or a kindergarten teacher. So many jobs can be like herding cats. Do you know someone who has a job like this? Give them a shout out. If you have a job that's like herding cats, share with us and post it to any of our social medias. Oh, heck. Yeah,
0: definitely. You have a job like herding cats. You know, try to keep, try to keep, truckers together try to keep <laughs> run a trucking business my gosh the most chaotic thing i've ever done and i ran a sales force okay and i'm not a salesperson and salespeople knew i didn't like salespeople. and i mean in that i probably interviewed thousands of people mm-hmm. over the course of you know almost half you know a little more than half a decade thousands of people right mm-hmm. and oh my gosh i, I want to go back to that i want to go back to that versus trying to keep Trucks on the road, drivers yeah. in the truck, trucks and people responsible and on time with everything. Everything goes wrong in trucking. Everything goes wrong in trucking. Yep. Right? You plan everything. You plan everything down to the mile. You give yourself the the extra time that you need. We were talking about earlier, and it's like and you always got a plan to say, "Hey, whatever I've got as far as my timeline goes, I'm going to have to add ten percent onto that just to just to go for." traffic and slowdowns and accidents and just something weird. And when you think you've got all of that stuff, that's when the DOT pops up and says, hey, we want to do an inspection. No, you fucking cashier. You're just gathering money and you're just slowing my time down and messing everything up. And then when you think that's good, that's when a tire has to fucking blowout, you know and it's Mm -hmm. like and then when you think okay I've got there and the tire blew out and I'm still and I'm I'm in good shape and you get to the receiver and you're there on time and they're like oh well we're not ready for you you're gonna sit here and wait six hours and it's like what the hell I can't remember the last time that a job went smooth for for, where one week went smooth as a trucker period and it's like, and then you take on that you're the owner operator and then you take on getting your own authority. And every year they will need you to renew that for some overregulated bunch of garbage. And then they throw just a bunch of little curveballs in there. Or, hey, we don't see that you have, you know, have this or have that. It's like, Hey, I've been on the road for six months and then they send it to you in the mail. Nobody contacts you any other way. So if you're out on the road for three months, four months, and they send you mail, they give you one month notice. And if you didn't get it because you're out on the fucking road then they cancel your authority cancel your business cancel your license or find the shit out of you and it's like no everything in the trucking industry is hurting cats Mm -hmm. from dishonest brokers to loads that are are lies for what you're supposed to be carrying to how long it takes you to get paid if you're not factoring which is just a ripoff in and of itself (sighs) but you know i mean aside from that everything's good (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay well I would like to shout out stay-at-home moms because mm-hmm. it's also the same thing you know it feels so amazing when you get everything under control but it's so hard especially when you have you know kids that you're taking care of and on top of that you got some animals you're taking care of and on top of that you know you're doing all of the cooking and cleaning and anything like that it it comes it becomes a lot mm-hmm. so you know, the moment you think, oh, hey, I got, you know, all the laundry done today. Everything's great. And then you turn around and, you know, one of the kids is vomiting on their bed and you're like, great. <laughs> like, yep. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> or you find a mysterious wrapper in a room that's yep. not supposed to be there. Or you're trying to find something else and, you know, or you're asking them if they finished a chore. And you have to ask them three times in three different ways to get the honest answer just being no.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And <laughs>
1: well... Let's see what happened. Was. Are the chickens taken
0: care of? Yeah. Did you give them food? Yes. Did you give them water? Yes. Did you clean their water bowl this time? Wow. I'm, I'm like kid goes instant mind mode, you know? Yep. Like, where did I put Did I hit the pause button? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Stay at home moms. Stay at home dads. Stay at home parents. <sighs> yeah. Crazy.
1: So. So, yeah. If you have a job that's like herding kittens, let mm-hmm. us know.
0: Yeah, definitely, please. And uh, if if it's insane enough, we'll definitely, we'll read it on the air. No problem. All right. What's our next one? International.
1: One this one's international.
0: Mm-hmm. Tea Day. Oh, no, yeah. Okay. So. Yep.
1: Every year, on December 15th, tea-producing countries celebrate International Tea Day. Nice. The day seeks to draw the attention of governments and citizens around the world to the impact that tea trade has on workers and growers. The tea produce, some of the tea-producing countries that celebrate International Tea Day include Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. Vietnam, Indonesia, Kenya, Uganda, India, and Tanzania. Nice. So, that's just a few of them. Um, Aside from water, tea is the most popular beverage in the world. And Mm -hmm. I did not know that. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's just not super big here. So, you know, me and my close-minded American mind. (laughs) Uh, The the primary types of tea include white, black, green, oolong, and herbal. Mm -hmm. Tea is believed to have originated in China. There, drinkers used tea for medicinal reasons. And in the 17th century, tea made its way to the UK. Because of the large number of tea tea drinkers in the world... Tea demands a massive production scale. Unfortunately, in many tea-producing countries, production comes with many challenges. Some of the obstacles tea-producing countries face include low wages for tea workers, lack of medical care for tea workers in rural areas, and a lack of clean and potable water on tea plantations. There is also a need for improved sanitation on tea plantations. Additionally, women make up 50% of the workforce on tea plantations. These Mm. women usually don't have access to education, unfortunately. But... Trade unions and worker organizations gather on this day to organize seminars, public events, and presentations. Their goal is to heighten a sense of collectivism among tea growers and strengthen tea growers' associations. The day also celebrates tea culture. Organizations host events recognizing the significance of tea as a major export crop for tea-producing countries. You don't have to be from a tea-producing country to celebrate this day. To participate, drink a cup of your favorite tea or try kind of that you've never had before. Have a tea party with all your favorite people in life. Learn about the intriguing history of tea, take a friend out for a cup of tea, or read about all the health benefits of tea, because there are a lot. Um, and be sure to share with us your favorite tea. I know mm-hmm. my favorite tea is actually your favorite tea as well. <laughs> you introduced it to me. You want to say is? what it is?
0: No, go ahead. It's a... It's a. Oh, go ahead.
1: It's the sweet and spicy tea. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the, the brand is. Good Earth. Huh? It's Good Earth. Good Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. N- no other orange or cinnamon or orange cinnamon or whatever tea tastes like it mm-hmm. at all. And it's literally the only tea that I drink. There's yeah. only been one other tea that we've had. I don't know if we have any listeners that have ever heard of KP market. Um, mm, it's gosh, like, I miss that. So yeah. Much. I miss it so Korean much. It's Palace. in California.
0: Yep. I, Rancho Cordova.
1: yeah, it, ugh, they have an entire aisle and a half just dedicated both sides, walls, floor to like, you know, nine feet of just tea Mm -hmm. so many different kinds of tea international types of tea it's literally Mm -hmm. an international store so there's things from everywhere so they have that entire aisle and a half of tea it's just so many different kinds and i think of all of those you know i mean we i didn't even you know i couldn't even gotten like one aisle or one um column worth of tea that we've tried but like every time we would go we would have the both of the girls pick out one and i would pick out one and amy would pick out one and try new teas and there was this one time the only other tea that i liked and i i will never be able to find it it was one tea that was it came in a diamond uh tea bag and lily had picked it out and it was like a lemon something tea i couldn't read it because it wasn't in english (laughs) but it was Mm -hmm. so good it was in a black box but i've never seen it since so as of right now, <laughs> the only tea that you know I drink is the sweet and spicy one. But yeah, no, I want to go back so bad. If, mm-hmm. if you're anywhere near it, or even just anywhere in California, it's so worth the drive. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is so it, worth it's the drive. No,
0: KP KP International Market is uh, I we have nothing like it out here, and there's nothing like it in all of Texas. I mean, I'll also be straight out, just say it that what they have out there is just I mean everything from sushi grade fish and ikura and you know just every kind of caviar you can think of they have german food they have you know kosher they have halal food they they have everything Mm -hmm. there and it's like that was literally my favorite place to go shopping and a lot of it is because it was it was good and cheap for what it was Mm -hmm. and if you're a good enough chef then you can get a lower grade you know a, a choice or you know lower grade steak and turn it into something good and we go there for the ribeyes and i would i would take you know honestly they're b grade c grade ribeyes as far as being able to choose what you want but you could never tell
1: Mm-mm. you know st- it was like, so those ribeyes
0: for five dollars when they'd pop them up for four or five dollars a pound and you could get them and i'd get them with the caps and the points and they'd see me coming. And if they had a loin back there, they got to that point where they're like, they're like, you want a primal? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, get me a whole primal and give me a primal. <laughs> and you get a 10 pound primal for 50 bucks, you know? And I mean, like it was bigger than could fit in the sous vide. And so now KP is amazing. And tea, no, tea is, is something that, you know, I have um, backed off of it a lot in the last several years, but I used to cook with tea religiously. Um, I mean, everything from, I would do tea gelatins. Really? So yeah. Oh yeah. So you just got to get back into that. Well, you, you so know, good. everything's cyclical when it, when it comes to cooking, you stop doing things for a long time and then you start doing them again. Um, it was like my omelets. I stopped making those for like 10 years, you know, now it's like nobody can get enough whenever I make them. <laughs> and <laughs> you can use tea for, you know, different meats when you're brewing meats, you can use it as different bases for rice dishes. You know, it's amazing what you can actually do with teas. There's teas that I don't like to drink, but I love to cook with. And I buy them for, for doing things like reductions and glazes and things like that. And especially the things like, I'll, I'll tell you, um, and there's an argument among tea aficionados, whether or not zests and things like that should be in teas. A lot of people believe that, Hey, only leaves should be in teas and there shouldn't be anything else. Cinnamon sticks, uh, which aren't generally cinnamon sticks or generally part of acacia tree, but we can get in all that fun stuff at a different time, but that they shouldn't be a part of tea. That tea is just leaves. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but for me, it was like, I would get these orange zest tree uh, teas and I'll tell you what, you could make amazing pork dishes with that, Mm. you know? So, you think about how much you love citrus and you can just, you merit your literally simmer, um, you know, your pork and you simmer, simmer really dense, like low tier cuts of pork into an orange dust tea. And it gets that flavor throughout and salt and a little bit of proper seasoning. You know, you have this amazing meat and it permeates (laughs) through the whole thing. So there's a lot of stuff that people do can do with tea. And I honestly, um, a lot of times loved tea. I got to the point where I loved tea more as an ingredient than i then I did for spices for a while because huh. you know you could do so much more um then I thought about steeping spices and I went that route and then i I was like, ooh, that was a cool thing. And then I expanded out my spices and I was like, and everything just started going going in there. But yeah, tea, you're right. Tea is an amazing ingredient to me. You can do tea even in you know um even um, gosh, darn it. Ice cubes. I would do tea ice cubes and do a different flavor tea for a different mm. uh, tea that I'm drinking so mm-hmm. that it changes throughout the course of the drink because, and a lot of people don't realize this, but if you drink a tea, like you drink, well, anything, anything that you drink, the first sip of whatever you drink is generally going to be the best flavor of it. And then as your taste buds adjust, they dull to it. Mm -hmm. The only way that you change that is by having something else in there. We call it a palate cleanser generally, right? Mm -hmm. And people have something that changes or cleanses out their palate. But if you have a tea and then you have, whether it's you're using juice cubes or uh, juice ice cubes, coffee or tea, other different flavor ice cubes, every single time you're tasting it, there's enough of a difference that your taste buds wake up every single taste. Mm -hmm. You can't get that in 128 ounces of Coke. Mm-mm. You know, it's going to taste like Coke. And then by the time you get towards the end of it, it doesn't matter how good the soda is. We we love Fresca. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the first sip of Fresca true. right when it's icy, right? Uh-huh. That is the best sip of Fresca. By the time you're down to the bottom of the cup, it was like, yeah, that was good Fresca. But it's always those first things. So when you have something that changes the dynamic of something as you're going throughout, which is why most people don't sit down and have... You know, a steak, potatoes and a vegetable and eat all of the vegetable, all of the potatoes and all the steak. And if they do, they're missing out. You know, you take a bite of the steak and then you take a bite of the vegetable, take a bite of the the potato and then go back to the steak. And that's how you refresh your your palate. Right. Mm -hmm. Drink of water, things like that. And it's the same thing with teas. So there's a lot that can be done with teas and teas definitely aren't utilized as much as they used to be or could be. So, yeah, something to definitely talk about more later. But good day. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So are we going to talk about generational differences now? Yep. Okay. So I have one because, you know, I'm going to be in the, that generational side. So let me ask you something. And this is an important question to think about. I want to learn how to actually weave a basket. Okay. okay. I was 12 years old. And I wanted to learn how to weave a basket with a lid and a handle on top of that basket. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you want to learn how to weave a basket today. How do you do it?
1: Google it, YouTube it, anything that's going to show me how to do it quick and easy online. And then, normally, you can find step-by-step tutorials and know exactly what you need to go and buy what tools you need literally everything that has to do with it between Mm -hmm. differences of materials and you know quality of things and hacks for it literally it's just you know everything's online
0: okay now i'm 12 right
1: (laughs) got no internet there's no internet
0: (laughs) there's no i have a computer with a with large floppy disks in it okay it's like, man, because we moved up from a cassette drive type situation. So <laughs> with our Commodore, N6, our Commodore 64 with the, uh, with the cassette drive, that thing was amazing. It had like five colors. But <laughs> if I wanted to learn how to do something, let's say I wanted to, and this, I'm using this as an actual example. When I was 12 years old, I decided, you know what? We have this big, huge field, and we were still living in Vacaville at the time. Mm-hmm. This big, huge field next to us. And it was four houses and then a big, huge field. Now there's a meek's lumber out there. Um, But all this grass, big, wild grass, like taller than you, would grow out there, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to learn how to make baskets because me at 12 years old, I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to make a bunch of baskets. These can't be that hard to make. And I want to make money. And so (laughs) I want to sell these baskets, right?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So I had to, first off, go to the library, okay? Mm -hmm. When you go to the library, it's not just enough to go to the library. library, I had to use the Dewey Decimal System, and I had to go to the crafting section. Well, the crafting section didn't have what I actually wanted to do, what I wanted, so you know what I had to do? I had to go find tribal sections. I had to literally go find heritage sections. I found Native American sections, and I found African sections to find how to make baskets out of reeds and cattails and, and all of these different things, which was great because there was a Creek that was running through it. And, you know, and then there was no play by play video, there was no anything. It was literally had to read on instructions. If I was lucky, there was a picture or two, but there was, wasn't a bunch of books with step-by-step <laughs> instructions on how to do it. And so I messed up a lot. I couldn't I just imagine. go back and look in a video, yeah, right? not
1: just go back and no. rewatch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it.
0: for me to learn how to make a basket, uh, to, to learn how to make these baskets, right? For me to learn how to make these baskets took probably about two weeks, two weeks, there wasn't a bunch of different references and I only was allowed to check out because th- not because the library would only allow me to, but my parents would only allow me to, I was only allowed to, to check out two books at a time. Okay. And so, and here's what stunk was. And you know, if you haven't been to a library or people don't go to a library, you know, books get checked out. You only have a limited number of resources, right? You and I can mm-hmm. be on the same website at the same time. You and I can't have oh. the same book checked out. Right? <laughs> so I have a basket weaving book. And it's like, and I've got it, and then I've got to go take it back. And it's like, and I'm working with this other book, and I decide I need to go back and go get the first book. Well, guess what happened? Somebody saw that book and went, ooh, I'm going to check it out. So they've got it checked out now. So now I'm sitting here stuck with this very <laughs> incomplete basket because I can't figure out how to get the concave up to where it needs to be, right? I never, never, after after three weeks and something like 30 baskets, which I started feeding to the rabbits,
1: because it was like, it's it's just dry
0: grass. They love the things, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't figure it out after three weeks and 30 baskets, that book was still checked out. So I never figured out how to make the lids. So even once I got one that looked okay, but nobody was going to buy it. Right. (laughs) It was like, I looked at it and my parents would have been, Oh, wow if they were supportive but whatever and you know because parents do that that's so cute that's a beautiful ornament it's an ashtray what oh yeah I can see that now <laughs> you know that, that, that's, that's a beautiful dog you made as a Christmas ornament it's supposed to be dad oh I was looking at the wrong angle that's his butt I-. <laughs> <laughs> you know so we didn't have that we literally had to do that and that was for everything you know, I, I take for granted how much, you, you know, you've talked about it before, got you, uh, your first real, I, you know, your own iPad, yeah, right. i would never had last one. Last year. And right. You just, you were either using mine or you just use your phone and it's like, oh, you're like, oh, thanks for the iPad. But now, you know, coming up that it's coming into Christmas yet. What's your favorite gift that I've gotten you?
1: The iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not my favorite gift you got me. My favorite gift you got me was just taking me out for my 21st birthday. That's Okay. But never, I mean, but nothing I'm, will top that. Yeah, <laughs> but you your iPad created. has
0: become an integral part of your life. Yeah. No, and I use
1: it for this, the, doing the podcast mm-hmm. all the time. It's so much easier to have to sit at my microphone and read from a bigger screen all the right. things that I'm reading. And it's just easy for research, the split view, everything about it. It's just mm-hmm. like I would have loved to have this when I was in school kind of thing because I... It just makes everything so much easier, it's nice. And playing games on it is cool, and just iPads are cool. Mm-hmm.
0: No, and I 100 percent agree. I absolutely agree, which is why I was so bummed that my daughters were just not doing what they needed to do. But yeah, it is. And now it they is have it is.
1: switches, and they like those. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: so there there we go. So that, they they can definitely learn a lot playing games. But <laughs> you know, but but the 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 realization of just how much. Research has changed. Mm-hmm. Right. And for me oh, as a marketer, from,
1: from when I was in school and now like mm-hmm. it, things are still changing and getting more refined for people to do research on specific topics. I mean, oh, yeah, Google Scholar getting launched. I didn't have that when I was in middle school. Like, so it's right. just, you know, even things now are still changing.
0: Yeah. And we're going to definitely be working with the girls on some of that stuff, too. And I was thinking about that as far as them doing their programs and things, because I am going to give them homework and I want them to do stuff Mm -hmm. and I want them to catch up. The fact that Anna is still struggling in physics. They don't know how to research. They don't know how to do any of those basics. No, if we take them, I I tell you this, if we take them to the library, we tell them they're not allowed to ask anybody (laughs) and that they have to go and find a book on weaving a basket. Let's see who finds it. I'm hey, dead serious. Sounds like a I am good challenge. so down. I am. I'm <laughs> down on ha- having them find books on how to do something or to learn something and let them go figure it out and have them write a report on it and do that with all of them. Like, seriously, we I want to
1: recor- record the whole debacle. Yeah. So there's three of them and three adults. Mm-hmm. We can f- each fo- pick a child and follow them around, record it, and I'll edit it all together. It'd be a pretty good. Sounds good. Challenge. No, it
0: sounds good to me because I'm, I'm literally looking at it and going, OK, OK. All right. Let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, I want, cause I want them to do better and I just, but I just think about it. It's research has become, and this is where I realized that, you know, I was in that right generation, the gen Xers, if, if anybody's a marketer or has a degree in research in any form, you know, we have an edge. We like, do you know what the difference between microfilm and microfish microfiche is? No. Do you know how to find anything on microfilm or microfiche?
1: On on the internet or No, in the, no. The if I take you
0: to the library and a micro and and most libraries still have them, and I take you to the to the microfish or the microfilm, do you know how to use it at all?
1: No, I don't even know what this is. That's
0: so awesome. See <laughs> people in my generation are going, Yeah, I know how to use that and know where to find it in the index and we know how the Dewey Decimal system works and we know how to be able to find things by categories or authors or anything else that we're looking for. But you take other people in the library and they wander around in there until they find computers.
1: <laughs> I know how to find topics and search for things by authors and things like that. But I don't know what a microfilm is, mm-hmm.
0: but you've seen it. I guarantee you've seen uh, probably. it. Probably, Maybe it
1: just didn't call it that or something. No, know. they
0: absolutely did. And I can I'll tell you where, season 1 of Stranger Things when they went to the library and you saw the thing that they were using that they put the thing the thing into so they could look back at the history and they were reading stories and stuff and everything that happened oh that okay yeah what is those that's how you use microfilms and microfiche that's okay we'll go th- we'll go <laughs> to the library but see that's that's what I was looking at because it's like you know it, it's such a different world but i was lucky enough that I was young enough that when the internet started to really become a thing, more than an intranet, um, that I was able to sit there and look at things and start really figuring out how things worked and and figure out how things happened there, and was able to start doing that. I started. I learned how to build a website while most people were still just trying to figure out AOL. And, you know, America online and and know the sounds. We all know the sound of the America online dial up, hoping that our friends aren't going to call us when they're in the middle of the call. So it doesn't disconnect us from the interwebs. (laughs) So, you know, and, and it's like, so having the best of both worlds means that, you know, in a shit hits the fan scenario, I, I can still survive and figure out how to do things where so many people won't even be able to figure out how to make a re- a proper recipe because they don't know how to look something up and they can't make a basket. You can't make a basket. I'm going to learn how to make a basket with a lid. <laughs> and, and now that I've said that and I'm not, and you know what, I'm not going to use YouTube to do it. That's it. So, but yeah, so that's, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you're going to get a challenge too. I'm, I'm going to challenge you to find an article for my birth date. At the library, using oh, the microfilm or microfiche. Okay. So that's going to be cool. All right. So, pretty cool? Yeah. Okay. So, we hope that that wasn't boring for you guys. We actually enjoyed it and got to uh, talk about a few things here. I really now i am, like, wanting to go out and find, do we even have a good tea spot out here? I think we have to go to Dallas for it.
1: Mm, so Well, there's probably something in Tyler.
0: Yeah. Mm, maybe
1: or Athens Athens is closer it's bigger
0: yeah we'll have to figure it out we'll let you guys know because uh, I'm gonna start making all different kinds of things with tea and getting some attention so until then we'll see you hopefully this afternoon be sure to follow us on all of our social media and until then I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we just thank you for joining us and peace out with your peace out
1: bye